Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got it with punishment. Youngest is confident, but they hear the what we coming with. Others in love with the drug and this man, we just running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them loving it. So we are talking the bubble today here in the world of the NBA as we're now not too far away from basketball games. Um, and the bubble has brought a lot of news, um, some funny stuff, some weird stuff, some crazy stuff, but it's all happening. Um, you know, we've had guys who have tested positive in the bubble. We've had guys who have crossed the line in the bubble um, that they just should not cross. Um, sorry about the Postmates driver that got Rashawn Holmes in trouble. Um, we've had injuries and we've had a player contemplate if he's going to play or not after saying he wasn't going to. So it's all happening. Uh, let's start with, uh, some COVID news, obviously that Russell Westbrook is kind of the next big name to to test, uh, to test positive. Harrison Barnes has also tested positive. I think you said earlier CBS has the whole list of guys who in the league who have currently tested positive or are not with their teams. That's correct. That's yeah. correct. Or people that might be joining their teams. It actually has it uh, listed if they will be traveling to the bubble or not. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it. The list is is is. I mean, it feels like it's getting long, but at the same time, I think as players uh, continue to stay in the bubble and do what they're supposed to, um, I, I think it's gonna. I, I think it's gonna get better. Hopefully. Um, but Westbrook, though, that's a that's a huge name. That's the biggest name since Bradley Beal to, uh, you know, come out that that you know he has he has you know the virus now and he's not going to be traveling. So, Beal had it. Who did? Did Beal have it? Yeah. Oh, I did not realize that. I thought he just said he wasn't going. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, he. No, I'm sorry. He doesn't have it. I I completely apologize. Like, he, oh man. He's he's saying he has a shoulder injury that he's had six months to heal from and just doesn't want to go. I'm so sorry. Which, I mean, we, we, like... I, I wouldn't want to go if I was him either, because if he just says he doesn't want to play, he's not going to get paid. So this is a great way for the Washington Wizards to pay their star and just say that he's hurt. Yeah. So that and, you know, like, Davis Bertans isn't going because he doesn't want to risk his free agent year, which, don't blame him. Totally. I, I understand Bertans doing that. So, yeah, the Washington Wizards are a, a team that's not going to be super fun to watch um definitely gonna be the uh the uh Hachimura show yeah if you play daily fantasy leagues um Rui Hachimura should be in your lineup ever for the for those eight games because he's gonna get a lot of shots him and Thomas Bryant people aren't talking about him enough like people you know everyone's just saying Thomas Bryant when they're talking that I'm like dude come on this might be fun (laughs) <laughs> you know, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're into that guy, then, then it, it's going to, he's going to get a lot of, a lot of run and gun this whole time. So I'm, I'm very excited for that, but they're not going to be a great team by any stretch. And no. uh, speaking of bad luck hitting a team, the Sacramento Kings. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, not good. Not good, Bob. Not good. Not good, Bob. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Harrison Barnes obviously testing positive today, and then of course the uh, the injury to De'Aaron Fox. 
Getting mighty thin on that Sacramento Kings team. They are. How many weeks is De'Aaron going to be out? Uh, I think it's like seven to ten days. Seven to ten days. Okay, that's fine. He'll be back, hopefully. Ho- yeah. Hopefully. Um, but they're thin. Not as thin as the Brooklyn Nets, though. <laughs> no. no. Their replacement players are getting COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> insane. We're talking Kevin Durant's not coming because he's still recovering from, uh, you know, everything. <laughs> Uh, Kyrie's not going. Um, and then Dinwiddie has tested positive. So he's not going. He's not going. Uh, DeAndre Jordan. Uh, Tarion Prince. Yeah. He's not going. He's not going to be traveling with him. So, I mean, they're in really bad shape, that team. And, so, uh, congratulations to the Orlando Magic on making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, they're they're there. Which, this is so funny. Like, it's, I shouldn't say it's funny. It's not funny because, obviously, COVID's very serious and should be taken seriously. But, so, eight teams have to make it for the East. There's nine there. And two teams are just depleted, just destroyed. So, one of these yeah. teams is going to run out there with you, me, um, you know, Oscar Robertson in his current state, and <laughs> play the Milwaukee Bucks. And I don't like our Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. You know – I, it's sad that Orlando uh, isn't like a great team right now because this would totally be like their time to shine, being at Disney World and everything. And, um, you know, and, you know, they got a shot. They're down there. That's fine. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit sad for, for them in particular just because, you know, I just, you know, being actually playing at Disney World, it's like this is their turf. This is yeah. it. And, you know, we're in a, you know, another weird year of Orlando Magic Basketball, which, you know, we've had quite a few lately. Yeah, we've had, like, every year since 2009. Every year since 2009, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so we, we're, yeah it's bad. It's real it bad. It's real bad. But they're one of those teams that just want to be good. They just, you know, they're one of those teams that, like, obviously we know because, you know, my favorite player ever, um, you know, is Penny Hardaway. Tracy McGrady's one of my favorite players of all time. Shaq's one of my favorite players ever. So it's like, you know, I love the lineage, you know, I know they haven't won the title, but yeah. they obviously, they obviously have had, they've been a successful NBA franchise for the most part. Maybe yeah. not successful as Miami, but you know, they've been fine. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like I want them to be a successful NBA team. I think like the fact that they're not considering they're in Orlando, Florida is crazy to me. The free agencies, like free agents are like, I don't know, man, you know, Florida doesn't sound that cool when I'm not by hurricanes. Well, well, you know, there's a big difference between Miami and Central Florida. That's, yes. That's, that's the difference, and I, I understand it. I get it. <laughs> um, so there, there is a difference. I personally, uh, you know, I, if I was a basketball player, that's where I would want to play. But, um, you know, I, I get it. I get it. So Yeah, um, like, it's cool to have, like, you know, the beach and stuff. But also there's that thing where, like, really bad weather – I don't know. It's kind of crazy to me, but yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah, so I, I get that. I get that. And um, speaking of, of this whole bubble that we're talking about, this whole episode is about the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we heard earlier in the year that Gordon Hayward was going to be leaving sometime this summer, a major player for the Boston Celtics because his, his wife's going to be giving birth. And now today Dennis Schroeder is also saying he is also going to be leaving um for the birth of his child so we have two people that are leaving for for that and i totally understand that yeah Um, for sure you know especially being kind of 
locked down at a resort uh, down in Florida for a few months. You know, you're getting paid an astronomical amount of money to do that, but uh, it would be very tough if you were having, you know, uh, you know, a big family event like the birth of a child going down there. So um, it's going to be very interesting to see uh, how many players end up leaving for, for other circumstances, um, things of that nature, because um, I'm sure there's going to be more. Yeah. Um, that are going to happen, but um, uh, let's talk about. I'm, I'm assuming you heard about the uh, the tip line today that they have open. Yeah, I heard it was all ran from Chris Paul's room. <laughs> anybody? <laughs> so anybody going slightly outside of the bubble, and as in, and when we that say sounds so ridiculous, <laughs> it does, it does, it does. Now, is there like a big red line? That like by a vending machine, they can't they can't go past. I like, don't know. They have those like, beepers, remember? Like I would, I just want to know what the actual physical barriers of these are. Like, is it like uh like when you're when you're when you pull into a to a car wash and there's like the red light green light situation <laughs> and there's a red light right when you get to it and it like beeps if you try to go past it. Like, like what is stopping these players? How many of these players are gonna go go? through the barrier how many people are going to get snitched on <laughs> i mean it's it's really wild i mean I, I i you do have to be strict with this kind of stuff though because yeah we laugh about it but you really do have to be like you know you're trying to protect people oh yeah i, I mean we're talking not just players but but trainers coaches uh and then you know in, in august obviously they're going to be inviting players families down and everything too um but uh there's all sorts of things that can happen and and i just it's uh it's i don't know it's it's gonna be a this is gonna be one of those events in nba history that they're gonna make a 30 for 30 about years from now Uh, there's probably gonna be a book about it there's gonna be a ton of stories like really fun stories that are gonna come out of this and it's either going to be um as successful as they make it or it could be absolutely disastrous, um, you know, especially if things, you know, you know, did start to spread, uh, you know, what's going to happen. And then obviously with COVID cases, you know, hitting, you know, every day in Florida, it's a new high, but they're saying, you know, this bubble is the safest place to be right now. Yeah. And I think like, it's really weird when you watch the footage from practice and stuff, because they're in hotel ballrooms, just laying their courts down. Yeah, yeah, it kind of reminds me of the uh, the triple threat courts on uh, on NBA 2K. Yeah, where yeah. it's got like the carpet on the sides. Like I was think <laughs> I was watching them put the court down the other day, and I was like, this is exactly what it looks like. It's just this whole thing is just so surreal, man. It's so surreal. Like I'm I'm glad it's happening because you know we're it's been how many months since hoops? It's been four months. Four months. Four months, man. It's like I I feel like we never wait this long. No, I mean. Well, we really won't have to after this because the next season starts six weeks after. So yeah, yeah. I mean, we're gonna we'll probably be pretty burned out by the end of next year. It's just because yeah. it's gonna be just you got a little bit of a a lull, but like we've had this. Not lull to mention and, next year you have the Olympics for twenty twenty one. It's like oh man, like yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, you know, it's it's gonna be super super interesting um, to see what happens just in the next couple of weeks. Uh, you know, just leading up to you know the start of the restart of the NBA season, but uh, some good news coming out of indiana victor oladipo yeah. he's declaring a strong possibility that he will play in the return uh which before he indicated he was not uh how does this change indiana well i think for him the big thing is that 
you know, obviously he was hurt for a while. Um, he came back this the, the, the beginning of the calendar year. Um, you know, he's he was struggling to get his legs underneath him, but this is a chance where he can heal a little more from the injury. He had more time to work out. So, not to mention, like we just meant, we just talked about three Eastern Conference teams that you know you don't really like their chances as far as being su- succeeding between Orlando, Washington, and um, Brooklyn. You know, this gives Indiana a shot to be in that echelon of like. So yeah, that puts them probably Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, Miami. I mean, they're in that five, you know, yeah. I would say they're in that five. Um, so this, you know, it gives them a, the weapon they really need, the kind of their best player. Um, the short's going to, you know, he's going to have opportunities to kind of really like play competitive basketball to get, his, you know, more and more comfortable playing on the court again. So for them, this is a big thing about having your guy. Now, here's the other thing. We're hearing a lot of reports about Victor Oladipo potentially not returning to the Indiana Pacers. And one of the team, one of those suitors is the Miami Heat that seem to be have a ton of interest in Oladipo. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been hearing those rumors as well. And, and why would you not? I mean, Victor Oladipo has proven himself to be one of the best players in the NBA over the last two or three years. Um, two or three seasons, and uh, you know, I'm initially when he was he was traded for for Paul George, everybody thought that it was a bad deal, and of course George ended up bailing on the Thunder, and Indiana got a got a, a star a star player that you know everyone had kind of written off, including myself, you know, um, yeah. and he's a you know, and he's a great basketball player. Uh, I'm really um, excited to see him in Brogdon. Uh, in this in this return, if he comes back, um, I think uh, I think that personally, I feel like it. I feel like it's going to work very well. Um, but uh, I'm excited that he's going down there with him. Um, if he actually does, I know he's declaring a strong possibility, but you know, you never know. Um, but he's he's someone Indiana should be very excited uh, going down to Orlando right now because uh, you know they got their they got their guy back. And uh, that's all you can want. I just, I hope that he's in tip top shape and, you know, he should be. Cause I mean, we've been off for so long. It's not like, you know, Bradley Beal who had, who was averaging, who had the best season of his career and was averaging 32 points. And then they're like, or 30 points a game. And they're like, Oh, he's, he's got a shoulder problem that he's been dealing with all season. And it's like, what? <laughs> He was that good with a shoulder problem the whole year, and now yeah. you're 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 saying that he's he's hurt, and, and that's fine. But um, you know, it, it, this this could this is going to be a very very interesting experiment. Uh, I'm very excited to see it. I'm curious to see like the guys that aren't there. What are they doing during games? Like, are they going to be are they going to be tweeting during the game? Are they going to be the know, Kyrie Irvings of the world? Yeah, the Kyries, the Kevin Durant's, the Bradley Beals, you know, the Avery Bradleys, like, what are they going to be doing during this process? You know, I, I'm sure they're just kind of relaxing at home, you know, I know, yeah, but I, at the I, same I feel, point, like, I feel like it'd be very, very tough, very, very tough to, uh, to do that right now, because it's kind of your, your guys are down, you know, fighting without you. So, um, personally, so, um, it, it's going to be tough. It's, uh, I mean, well, it's not going to be tough, but it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see like how they handle, you know, uh, watching their teams from home and, you know, yeah. um, you know, it'll be interesting. 
How about Jimmy Butler? I was going to bring him up earlier too. Jimmy's Jimmy's <laughs> Jimmy. There's already some great Jimmy stories right now. Yes. Yes. And I love them. So let's, let's talk about him. So, so the story I heard last night, the Chris Haynes. Yeah. The Well, I haven't heard that one yet. You're going to have to tell me about that one. But the, but the one that I heard, I heard a, I heard a story about a karate chopped palm tree, which I didn't really get a whole, he was karate chopping. I didn't hear that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to dig it up. I'll have to find it where it was. Uh, apparently, he's like digging his 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 hand into a palm tree and like karate chopping it over and over again or something like that, which I thought was ridiculous. But apparently, there were complaints. Um, I think a night or two ago because they kept hearing uh, a lot of noise and they ended up <laughs> going up. Cool, and yeah. Jimmy Butler is in full workout gear at like three in the morning, which is totally on par for Jimmy Butler. <laughs> is dribbling basketballs in his room. <laughs> and they're like dude you can't do that <laughs> like, <laughs> so so what is the chris haynes story it's that one that was the story so that was the one. Was okay, the one, that's the one. Yeah. okay 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 cool, cool yeah yeah so it's like uh, we're already getting some 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 uh some good stories and of course you know he's gonna be wearing the the blank nameplate on his jersey uh he says i've decided not to wear a message because I am no different than anybody else of color, uh, which I think is a really interesting way to to go into that. Like that's a that's a great statement, I think too. Um, but on par with with Jimmy, um, yeah. everything he does, uh, he's I, I I feel like Jimmy Butler is slowly becoming. Oh, he's not slowly. He's quickly becoming the fun story guy of NBA. Like Ricky Henderson had like a bunch of legends. Like Butler yeah. is becoming the Ricky Henderson of, of the NBA. Jimmy's going to score six three-pointers today. Jimmy's going <laughs> to So it's, uh, you know, I, I, I love to see him. And, and like, like you said, that rumor of Oladipo going down there. I mean. I'm all for that. I'm all for it. Like, you know, as long as, you know, Jimmy can be the leader. <laughs> Cause that's, that's who he is now. Um, yeah. I, 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 I would be interested to watch that whole uh, thing coexist. Um, but uh, that's another, so he, he's having fun. I think uh, obviously we've seen like a ton of, personally, I've seen just a ton of pictures of the Lakers just like out there, just sweating. Yeah, and just working. I mean, like they are really pushing them. Like, God, look how hard these guys are working every day, you know. And they're really there to work. And same thing with Giannis. I've seen some some stuff of Giannis as well. And uh, I just, uh, I'm, I'm really, really, really hoping that none of the the major stars um, on these teams that are gonna hope to go deep into the playoffs, the Kawhi Leonard's, the LeBron Jameses, um, you know, the the Giannis's, uh don't end up, you know, contracting the virus right before the playoffs or during, because it's going to be a very, very interesting situation if that happens. I wonder if it would get reported. I wonder if I, I, the, and that's that's where that's where the tin, the tin foil hat in me uh, is going with. If uh, is if say Giannis and LeBron possibly both got it, would would it be reported? Um, would it come out a year after? you know after the i'm sure NBA there's finals. gonna be stuff that like you know like not to say that the nba teams are being negative back because i know it's a serious cut case absolutely yeah but i'm sure there are going to be things where it's like yeah you know with this test got you know lost somewhere in this in this in the, in the, in the shuffle so yeah not to be, and, 
and, and, and it sounds just, terrible. But... It does. It does sound terrible. But like, I wouldn't put it past, um, you know, an organization that's you know, obvi- you know, which is primary goal is to make money. So uh, I get it, you know. And it's like, who's gonna watch? You know, uh, who's gonna watch the Pelicans if Zion tests positive? You know, who's gonna who's gonna watch the Pelicans? Well, they got Brandon Ingram, man. He's a fun guy. True, true. He's a fun guy. Everybody's there to see Zion. It's a Zion show now. So, um, but uh, what? Speaking of the Pelicans, or you know, some teams that we really haven't really talked about, because I feel like the Lakers are the ones getting the most, yeah, attention. Um, what is a dark horse team for you right now that that? you feel is going to make some serious noise that people are writing off? Um, I got two, and they might actually end up playing each other in the first round of the playoffs, but okay. it's one of these two teams. I'm between the Sixers and the Heat. Um, this whole thing now that where Brett Brown's playing Ben Simmons strictly as a power forward again Interesting. Uh, yeah. really excites me. So I really like that idea that they're going with that route. But the Heat just kind of feel like that typical hard-nosed Pat Riley Miami Heat team that – will you know be in like be in your space they're going to you know do everything they can to make sure they get defensive stops they're going to make that play that transition offense you know we love their uh, we've talked all year how much we love their young pieces the trend the jump that bam Adebayo has made from the year two to year three is unbelievable oh yeah uh, you know we talked about jimmy butler already duncan robson's become a, you know a three-point sniper for this team absolutely uh, goran Dragic and kendrick nunn have both played fairly well um when they've been you know when they've been on the court and you know, they've got guys, you know, they traded for Andre Iguodala and Iguodala may not be Iguodala as a finals MVP anymore, but he's still a guy who knows what it takes to get to that level. Oh, he's a, he's, he's a finals MVP. Yeah, exactly. If anybody knows, it should be him. Yeah. And Jay Crowder's there who, you know, played in many playoff series in his tenure between Boston and Utah. And yeah, so I, I really like the, the way the heat team set up, um, I think they have a chance to really be good. Obviously, I mean, we didn't even mention Tyler Hero, who's become. Oh, yeah. Another, another, you know, Miami's a really fun team right now. They are. They're a really fun team. Uh, they're rallying against, you know, with their, you know, they're, they're under the leadership wing of Jimmy Butler, but they're all buying in. Um, and this is, a, this is really. The, yeah. And this is, this is. This is what's what Jimmy has wanted for a long time. Like I feel like he just never fits in anywhere. You know, it's like he he never could assert that dominance in Chicago because there was always Derrick Rose, and then of course they did the three alphas, which was you know I'm sure he, he had fun that year regardless. Um, you know, and then Philly that was in the Timberwolves, and yeah, you know, it's like he had all these flameouts, but he decided to go to Miami because he knew that was the place where he could be who he needed to be. Yeah. And I think you're seeing like, he's getting these guys to jump up and they want to be play hard as like he does where he had that issue with the young guys in Minnesota. He had that issue with the young guys in Philly. Yeah. And you know, all these coaches that have kind of let him run free, you know, he doesn't have that with Spo. Spo is like not about that. Like you, you play by Spo's rules, but he loves that because it's like what he wants is kind of to have that structure. Um, so yeah, in the Eastern Conference, I definitely lean towards those two teams. I think Philly, the talent is still there, obviously. Um, it all really kind of depends on what Embiid shows up to Orlando for the bubble. And then the Western Conference, I have a hard time not liking the Mavericks. I mean, they're oh, one offensive oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, I completely agree with you. I uh they were the team that I was gonna 
I was going to go ahead and, and, and say is my dark horse, you know, to make some serious noise this year. Luca is an unbelievable basketball player. Porzingis has got his feet underneath of him again. Um, I, I really, really like Dallas right now. Seth Curry's been really good for them. Seth Curry has been great too. Another guy, you know, and you know, I, I know he was a, a bench guy. I mean, you know, he still is, uh, but it's interesting to see how he's developed and he's obviously a great sniper and he's been great too. So it's like, they have all these great pieces right now uh, on that team. And I fully expect to see the Dallas Mavericks. If those two stars stay, you know, healthy, some at the, at the NBA finals sometime in the next like three years. Hmm. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. Cause I just, I, 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 I think they're going to put some some other you know good pieces around them. Um, yeah, and Luca is incredible. Like I, I, what are the chances of you know a team having the greatest European basketball player of all time, and then possibly drafting someone who's going to end up being the second, or even better? I mean, like Luca's incredible. Yeah, I, I don't agree. think we, we don't we don't talk about him enough. He's great. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I definitely think that there's a lot to look to there. Um, do you kind of see, you know, between Toronto, Boston, Miami, Indiana, do you see any of these teams giving Milwaukee fits at all? Um, I hate to say it, but I, I do see Boston. I do too. I yeah, see Boston I do too. Uh, being that team. Um, Jason Tatum is a uh, stud, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Gordon Hayward leaving them. I don't like that. Um, that's gonna, that's gonna hurt some stuff, but, um, not a fan of that at all, but, um, he's great. Jalen Brown has lived up to that contract. Um, for sure. You know, Enos Cantor has been fine. Um, they're, they're a really good basketball team. They're a really, really good basketball team. Um, I'm, it's going to be close. I think the Celtics are the only team too. Not that I don't love what Toronto's done. You know, obviously. Oh Nick, yeah. Yeah. Nick nurse, in my opinion, is the coach of the year um, for everything that he's accomplished with that team after losing, you know, one of the five best players this in the is, world. This is their, this is uh this is their 1994 bulls year. Yeah, you're right. It's, 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 this it's, is, it's very similar. Like in the Alchemist Scotty Pippen. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Like it's uh, like they're giving some other players a, Cause it's like you take one great player away from that team, but you still have pretty much everyone who helped with the championship last year. Your key players are still in place. Uh, and obviously Siakam has more room to shine now because, you know, we don't have Kawhi there. So um, Lowry is still serviceable. Um, they're, a, they're a very Abaka, like Marcus all Marcus all. Yeah. I mean, very, very, very good. Oh, Gina Nobi's been really good this year. Yeah, yeah. And that was a player last year that we thought was going to kind of jump out. And, like, he's getting a chance now, too. So, um, Toronto's another team. Um, I, For some reason, though, Boston scares me. So, I don't know what it is. To me, it's – yeah. Um, I kind of just feel like it kind of all depends on what they get from Kemba Walker. Because as great – you know, look, look. Would you look at what those – Bucks guards have done this year. They've been awesome. I mean, George Hill is shooting like 46% from three, something insane. George Hill's going to be George Hill. Yeah, like the way he shot threes this year is outstanding. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, and I think Giannis is obviously even better than he was his MVP year last year. And I yeah. think he's going to win MVP again this year. He should. 
Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I love what LeBron's done in LA this year, but yeah. you know, I felt like LeBron was kind of trending towards making a case before the season stopped, especially after they had that weekend where they beat Milwaukee and the Clippers. Yeah, he was. But, he was. Yeah, but you know, like for the whole season, you know, Giannis has really been like the guy. I mean, either either or, I'm okay. Yeah, with either I agree. Of them. I'm, I have I'm no okay issues. With either of them. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, because I keep going back and forth. So I still think the Lakers are going to come out of the West, even without Rondo. Oh, as, yeah. As, you know, knowledgeable NBA uh, commentator Colin Cowherd says that the Lakers are done now that Rondo and Avery Bradley are gone. <laughs> Two guys who are negative defensively. Yes, no, who, are, who are negative defenders this year have cost the Lakers their defensive abilities. Have- even though KCP has been their best two-way player that's not named Davis or James. Oh, yeah. yeah. So – yeah, I, 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 like you said, you, you know, I'd rather have KCP really, you know, at the same than the other two anyway. Um, but, well, you, you know, to the other thing is like all those guards that are on that Lakers bench, they may be thin a, a guard now. I'm totally yeah. not arguing that. All those guys that they, you know, you talk about KCP, Alex Caruso, you just brought in Rajon Rondo, you just brought in, I mean, not Rajon Rondo, you brought in J.R. Smith, you brought in De'Aaron Winders. Those dudes can score. And like, is it, isn't uh, Quinn Cook on there too? Yeah, but I don't think he's going to see much action. Yeah. Okay. So they, they got they've got guards. They well, got you guards. Know, you do what you've done all year. You play LeBron at point. Yeah, uh, he's he's a point guard now. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's been he's really been the real point guard the whole season. Anyway, let's be honest with you. I mean, it's uh, uh, I I don't think there's any scenario. I mean. Obviously, the Clippers are going to – They're know, awesome. They're, yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're, they're incredible too. But I, I really, really feel the Lakers are going to make it out. I feel like LeBron, with how much he's pushed this – I'm not sure the, the, the in, this season would have – think about this. So let's just – hypothetical. Say the year is 1999, and uh, there's not a lockout, but there's a pandemic. Is there any chance – in that year, they finished the season. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. But you have the two biggest stars in the NBA, LeBron James and Giannis, really pushing. I mean, those were the names that we've heard the most. People pushing. They want, especially for LeBron. He has the most to lose out of this because he's put in a hell of a show this year, and he wants another get another chip. I get it. You yeah. know. Uh, you know, he wants to be the greatest. He's got to go win a couple more if, you know, people will start recognizing him as the greatest. So it's... No, they won't. No, so, they won't. They'll yeah, be like, oh, well, yeah, you know, they had three months off and, um, <laughs> you know, like, when people are like, well, the year he won, when he won in Cle- with Cleveland, it was rigged. I'm like, no, Draymond Green hit flagrant points. Like... Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He didn't, he didn't actually strike LeBron's crotch on that. He just swung at it, Tim. You know, I, I am of the, it is what it is. Nolan Ryan didn't hit Robin Ventura. He just swung at him. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Nolan Ryan destroyed Robin Ventura. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I didn't take the cash register. It was given to me. It was empty and it was broken. It was given to me and it was broken. Exactly. There you yeah. go, Tim. Yeah, it's the same thing. Sure. Yeah. sure. But, <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. Um, Yeah, so, you know, like, I do think, like, when people are like, yeah, anyone who wins the title, this is an asterisk year. I'm like, no, if the Lakers win the title, you're going to say it's an asterisk year. Like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
But also, if the Dallas Mavericks win, we're also going to say that. <laughs> Especially if those guys never win another title, you know what I mean? Because it was like, you know, like I, I know the 1999 Spurs get a lot of crap. There, but that was a great squad. It was a yeah, great awesome. squad. It was a great squad and a dumb NBA season. It was a dumb year. I mean, the team that won the East was a six seed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, like, I, nobody knew what the hell they were doing. Everybody was just like out on the court, like Jordan's gone, huh? <laughs> like, I, oh, well, we didn't play that many games this year either. Okay, you know, <laughs> Sean Kemp never was the same. You know. <laughs> yeah, it was like that episode of. Uh, it was like the episode of. Uh, Seinfeld and George's fiance dies, and they're all at the end like, "Oh man, she's gone." Yeah, you want to go get a cup of coffee? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was like no reaction. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I remember because you're like, when you look back at it, you're like, "All right, cool." Yeah, the Spurs won the title. Like, could they play like you know the Bulls? No, all those guys would up. You're like, okay, well that Heat team was good, right? The Magic had some guys. Yeah. The Net they, they they played the Knicks. They, they, they played, they played the, the Knicks. Up. Oh. Well, they you know they had Patrick Ewing. Who else did they have? Like. Yeah, but he was he was hurt at the end. Yeah, so he, was, he was he was not even Patrick Ewing. Like. He was yeah, like he was he he hobbled in uh, to the end of that NBA season, and he was he was down and out at the end. So, um, you know, I, you know, I, there's going to be an asterisk either way you swing it. If it's LeBron, um, it, there's an asterisk. If Kawhi Leonard beats LeBron, um, there's an asterisk. Um, if Giannis, so the only asterisk if if Giannis wins a title but never wins another one, there's an asterisk. So, you know, but if the Bucks win two in a row, it's like, okay, that wasn't a mistake. That okay. So, but no. that's just that's that's how it's gonna be perceived from years from now. Um, you know, if the but, Celtics win a title, I'll put an asterisk on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Because they were like, what, what happened here? And they're like, well, actually, the entire Lakers team tested positive, and they rolled out Quinn Cook. <laughs> it's, it's small forward. <laughs> Lamar Odom signed. Lamar Odom came back. <laughs> Ron Artest is out there. <laughs> I mean, was it Robert Zachary? <laughs> it looked like there's, like, Kobe teams when, like, he would, like, sit on the bench. You're like, all right, Ronnie Turioff and Jordan Clarkson just checked yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, we'll have Adam Morrison just sitting on the sidelines for fun, you know. Um, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I'm excited for this. Uh, I feel like, the you know, the entire world needs the NBA right now. Yes, we do. Um, I'm not sure we need football, but. <laughs> nope. So uh, I feel like I feel like there's going to be a huge revolt in the United States if the NFL season or college football gets canceled. It's going to be like NBA, like, but we have NBA over here, and they did it right. And they're going to be like, yeah, but it's NBA. Well, did you see they're talking about football in the spring? I'm like, that's terrible. Oh no, that's really like, bad. I don't like that at all. No, I don't no. like that at all. That's because you're ba- like, that's when baseball starts. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, so if they played, if they played football in the spring. And you're like, oh yeah, after this is going to be as usual. So it's like, so you're going to play in the spring where you do like literally are like getting hit by a car is the same like force. Yeah. And then you're going to like start training camp in the summer. Sure. Like, yeah. No. Well, only the best will survive, Tim. <laughs> what is this, Hunger Games? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's. <laughs> doesn't matter anyway. Like, like there's so much turnover in in college in college football. It doesn't even matter. Like it's you know it's. Uh, <sighs> No, no, 
I know, it's gonna, man. It's not going to be good. No, it's not. No. This is the strangest, you know, obviously, like, there's no secret. It's the strangest year of all time. And it's... Sure. Like, there's no, like, God, I hope that there's not a crazier year than this. Like... No, I don't ever want to live through one. This no. is it. This is, this is, I hope, peak crazy for us. Peak yeah. basketball crazy. Everything... Uh, and I hope the, like I said, I hope someone writes a good book or makes a good doc about this, uh, this, this NBA uh, bubble experience. I hope they just call it the bubble. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, it could be a huge success. It could be an epic failure. We're here to watch it either way. Yes, we are. So that's gonna, I don't know, is there anything else to touch on? Did we touch on everything? I think we did. No, we got, we got basketball coming up in two weeks, so we'll have more to talk about that. It's going to be great. Is next week going to be our bubble preview? <laughs> sure. That sounds so ridiculous. Bubble <laughs> preview, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is uh, – so we're going to wrap up. This is episode 495 of the 48 Minutes Basketball Network. Uh, on Monday, we're going to have a cool episode that I did with the Shot Caller crew where we did the ode to Vince Sanity. We talked about Vince Carter, as we now know he is not playing basketball anymore. He has officially retired after four decades. Yeah, the only player ever to play in four different decades. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to touch on that, and we're going to kind of go through, like, our, our favorite Vince memories, favorite Vince games. So that's, that's a fun episode. Um, and then after that, we've got to get ready for basketball. So we don't necessarily know Sean, what Sean and I are going to do next week, but I do plan on us having an episode to get to, for our bubble preview before the season starts in two weeks. But all right, guys, so we're getting there. Um, we are. We're going to make it. Yeah, and as you can see, I've really enjoyed being in the bubble today at Wide World of Sports. <laughs> Live. Yes. <laughs> Live on podcast. Yes, yes. Thank you all. Have a good night.